and it's blended perfectly with me, myself, Pete, and Mina. I really thought you were going to mess that up oh, <laughs> because geez. it's been such a long time oh, that yeah. I thought, look, oh my gosh. You know, it's been such a long time, and um, first we want to apologize for abandoning y'all in such a difficult time. I'm sure you could have uh, used some comedic... I had, like, mad heads hitting me up on the side. Yo, when y'all coming back? When y'all coming back? I was like, we'll be back soon. We'll be back. I kept thinking we'll come back. We didn't come back. I kept thinking we'll come back. We didn't come back. But now we're back. Yeah, well, we see that even though, you know, we were on a little hiatus over here, you know, people were 3,000 people hit me up on DMs. 3,000 people. 300. (laughs) Three. 13. (laughs) Three close friends. (laughs) So what? It's important to me. Very important to me. So, Feels you know, like 3,000. Even, even though really. we've been on that hiatus, we've like we've been seeing that there's still been listeners listening and streaming and all of that, which means that you guys have been telling your friends and their friends have been telling their, their friends. friends. It's almost like a pyramid scheme, like we're selling Herbalife or something. No scheme, though. <laughs> nice pyramid. I like it, though, man. We're getting love and things are moving. And we're back now with new material. I'm about to start doing stand-up. No, I'm not. But we got other stuff we're gonna say. Yeah, um, so sorry for abandoning y'all for so thanks long. For, thanks for thanks uh, for riding with us. Like, follow, subscribe. Oh yeah, rate, share, review, subscribe, rate, review. And we're now streaming on Amazon podcasts. Um, we're on Amazon, we big were, deal we made with your Amazon. Big, big, big deal. I'm wondering if maybe because as soon as Amazon started their their streaming services for podcasts, you know, then we saw like an uptick not everybody got on the amazon podcast uh list and we did so brag brag yeah we on that list holla thanks to you um uh staunch supporters and um, (laughs) avid listeners of our podcast avid listeners but um so yeah yeah um happy new year merry christmas happy kwanzaa happy thanksgiving happy hanukkah happy thanksgiving uh happy halloween happy halloween (laughs) Happy MLK Day. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Soon to be Black History Month. So, speaking of Christmas, what did we get for Christmas from my oh. very, very dear, anyway, dear we're gonna friend take a, and sister? We're taking a pause first for libation identification, as we always do. Me, myself, well, that's me. I'm taking control of this segment for now, <laughs> uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. So, first, I will say my first lovely wife. Say. Is um, enjoying a nice fresh glass of a fresh cocktail, <laughs> cosmopolitan. <laughs> it took a long time for you. Yeah, I couldn't make it sound really excited. <laughs> a fresh glass of a sweetness, no. And I'm um, this doesn't make me less manly, but I'm drinking a sex on the beach. Anyway, you're taking that. These people are drinking. Hold Wait, hold cheers, hold cheers, cheers. Take okay. this. Take this sip. Eye to eye. Okay. All right. I'm telling you, this is tasty. I'm pretty sure that... I'm um, telling you, this is tasty. The, the swallow that you just did was picked up on the microphone. And I'm glad <laughs> you guys are living vicariously through me right now. As I sip, you sip, we sip together, we get lit. When we, now... Oh, that was good. That's good. I freestyle. I've been doing this since the 80s. So all <laughs> you new rappers that just started in the 1000s or 2000s and the 90s or maybe 2010, y'all dudes is behind. I've been doing this shit since the 80s, late 70s. I'm nice with mine. Okay. Dudes don't want to see me. So anyway, speaking of anyway, Christmas. So she's drinking the Cosmopolitan. I'm having the sex on the beach. And you probably wonder, sex on the beach and Cosmopolitan? What are these dudes got all these mixing, mixing tricks? No, 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 no. My good friend and bartender, Bart, from France is over here. And he makes <laughs> us drinks. Now you may say, who is Bart? Who the hell is Bart? Well, my sister-in-law, my wife's sister, had gifted us one of the best gifts we've received in a while. This new um, thingamajig, this machine, is called uh, Bartesian. Did I say it correctly? Very good. Very good. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) But the Bartesian. She keeps getting mad because I call it the Bartesian. Whatever. His name is Bart to me. He's my friend and he mixes drinks good. Now, anyway, this Bartesian, not saying nobody else is familiar with it, but for those that are not familiar with it, let me break it down and tell me if I'm doing a good job or bad job. I just, you know. This is a little mechanism. 
that has a machine that has four little bottles. Okay, you don't even have to go into all of all that. All dispensers for rum, different types of liquors. Rum, gin, vodka, vodka, gin, vodka, and tequila, whiskey. whiskey. Tequila, whiskey, right? And it has a little reservoir for water. Now, you have these little pods that you buy, packages of pods, and the pods are the cocktails, whether you like the good old uh, the English, um, the margarita. Well, old English, old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. <laughs> you can tell he's so weird. <laughs> the old-fashioned, so what? The Cosmopolitan, which is her fan favorite. I like the Sex and the Beach. It's good. The Spicy Margarita. Anyway. Try to get, hold on. So There's all like, these names, but this thing is you put it in there, you put your it, drink in there, you place it in there, it tell it asks you how do you want it. You want it regular? You want the mocktail? You want it strong? Bing! I hit the strong one. I have my glass with ice already under there. I press it down. It fills my thing up. I shake it around a little bit to get the ice uh, co uh, coexisting with the water. Maybe cool each other down. Take my sip and oh shit! And bam! Oh, here we go again. Anyway, it's like it's like the Keurig of of liquor of cocktails. So yes. it's like a bar at home. So do I recommend it? Highly. Yes. And I'd like to say again, big shout out to my big sister-in-law, Pamela Coleman. Why do you have to call her your big sister-in-law? Doesn't she an Apache pilot? Yes. Yes. That's why. (laughs) Joy's got big guns. And I don't want no problems because she probably could be far away and still see our house (laughs) and hit me while I'm driving away. I'm going to say I appreciate this gift greatly, not because I'm scared. (laughs) <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you guys do more TikToks as you guys are lit from drinking all these cocktails when you visit next that time. That is true. That is true. last time, you guys OD'd. That's fine. Anyway. I'm not mad you. But anyway, this Bartesian thing. Yeah. It's off the hook. Let, I, let, let. And wait, wait, wait. Let's okay, just say that we're not even. Break it down. Low, no. I'm, I'm, we don't have to continue talking about this because we're not being paid for this promotion. But I love it. This is fucking great. <laughs> I mean, Thanks, fans. Yeah, Don't ask gift. I got I an mean, ice machine now too. Totally recommend it though. If you you know, got if you have easy. the means, I would say I highly means. recommend. Everybody it. got the means. Everybody a couple hundred dollars. Man. So of course there, you know, since we've been gone for a while, right? There have been so many things that's happened. So we're not going to be like, um, have you seen those memes that are going around? It's like um, that scene in Ant Man where the the Mexican dude is talking to um, what's his name, Judd. Is that his name? Ant-Man? Ant-Man, yeah. And Ant-Man, okay, yeah, when he's like sitting in the van and he's just like, you know, and he starts telling like all the things that happen and like he's like, then they go to this montage of, I'm totally messing up like describing Probably, this. Uh, lost, but anyway, yeah. so there's like, there's so many things that have happened or even like in um, 51st Dates. So I like at the end of the movie, Adam Sandler, like he, you know, uh, Drew Barrymore wakes up every morning and she pops in this tape and it like tells like all these things that have happened because she freaking forgets everything. This is every day is a new day. Right. So, remember. but, but it's Imagine just seems like that life. every freaking day in the past like six months has been a complete and total shit show ex- with the exception of. But who, real what? quick, sorry to cut you off. And that 51st date thing. Oh, you God. There, who really suffers in that one? Him or her? He's the one that suffers. She don't suffer because she forgets and everything starts fresh every day. He has to go through it and try to win her heart every day. That's love right there. That's dedication. That is I would have been gone after a couple of first dates. I know. I know, Pete. I know. I'm like, sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> couple don't worry first about it. You'll forget, <laughs> you forget me in the morning. And you know what? And then you know what it is? How about she's one of those girls talk about, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't give it up till we got to go out to at least three dates. <laughs> You're thinking, normally three dates ain't too bad. Right. With her, it never reaches a second date. So you're like, never, you're dating this girl for 20 years and never oh scored. Oh my God. Because every day is like the first date. Anyway, poor, so, poor guy. a lot of shit has happened, right? Yes, baby. So sorry. we we moved from, I don't even remember when was the last time we did this podcast, but we spring, summer, fall, I became a, a, kindergarten, teacher. a kindergarten teacher, not by choice. But my this remote learning shit, I'm not even great at it or even good at it. Kind of suck. My poor child. Doing um, a great job, babe. So, yeah. So we've got a new president. Got a new president. God, you know. Smoking Joe Biden. <laughs> and a new vice president. 
You know, I, I'm not going to lie. I cried. I cried at the uh, inauguration ceremony. But we're not going to get... I feel like now we could really stray away from politics for some time. Um, which is what I think that we originally had endeavored to do. So let's talk about this lotto. This $1 billion lotto. I think this morning I woke up to the to the news that said, hey... One person hit a billion dollars, the Mega Millions. That's just crazy. Now, so what sad. you guys don't seem to understand, or you will... I'm going to explain something to you about Pete. Every single time there is, like, a, a ridiculously large Mega Millions pot, there is always, like, Pete always comes, and it's always the first thing Saturday morning, and the... Things that he's going to do with this money, it just gets greater and greater every time. He would be, like, this last time when you were explaining all this stuff, I said to myself, if you won the lotto, you would be fucking unbearable to live with. Because, like, I could just see you saying, I don't even need to lift this cup to my mouth. I got people to do it for me. Like, I could see you doing and saying all of those things. Walking around in a fucking Versace robe with Versace slippers, like, and just being all Versace'd out, probably put like Versace Baroque wallpaper on the walls just to say, <laughs> I'm rich. Bitch. Exactly. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, so anyway, so I'm glad you didn't win because <laughs> yeah, it right. probably might, might, if you did win, I'd be like, uh, Petey, I want half. <laughs> I'm going to say, now nah, I've been put these papers in. You're right. And here's a prenup that you didn't know nothing about. Okay, so I've been wanting to tell you this. I've been holding on to it for a while until we were able to do this podcast. But, you know, the Facebook marketplace is a very, very interesting place. Okay? Now, I, I'm going to say a couple of things that I have observed. And especially when you you're... Facebook marketplace is specific to where you live. Like now you and I were originally from New York city, right? Now we don't live in New York city. We live in a more rural situation mm-hmm. up in orange County. <laughs> and I had seen a couple of weeks ago, like in the middle of the night or to wake up, you know, I don't know why I always, that's the first freaking app. I'm telling you, it must be like some subliminal bullshit, but I go and I look and there's a freaking Facebook marketplace like, you know, so this is like individuals who post stuff that they want to sell. This woman was selling a pack of maxi pads and a pack of tampons. But here's the thing. She says, brought the wrong size, like I brought the wrong size, realized they don't fit. You know, and, you know, looking to sell them. And I'm like, looking at the picture, first of all, the pack of maxi pads is open, right? And so she has, like, one of the pads out, holding it in her hand. She took a picture of it. And the, like, you could tell that she actually opened up the actual maxi pad. I'm like, who the fuck is going to buy an open open pack of maxi pads? pads? And this is my thing. Be surprised, I guess. No, everybody, I was just like, I was like, dude, if you need the money for heroin, just, I'll send you $30. (laughs) Give me your cash app. Like, this is ridiculous. First of all, she was selling both, like, both things individually for $15 each. You go to the, and they weren't even like Always or Kotex or Playtex. They were like, like a drugstore brand. Like, it wasn't even like, you know, any kind of like non-generic brand and I'm just like how desperate you gotta be like and so she was like no I just I just you know I I I brought the wrongs I realized you know after I opened it that it was the wrong size and I'm just like you have that excuse when you're like 14 years old and you know maybe it's your first time buying maxi pads or something like that and you don't know your body or you don't know what, you know, like you haven't really paid attention because, you know, your mom always goes out and gets it for you. So you have that excuse 
But you're a grown ass woman. You should know what sizes you get. And it also tells you. Anyway, point is, is that out here, there are some really special people, man. The other thing that I saw, Pete, and I swear to God, I shit you not. This woman was selling her fucking thongs. Used thongs? Yes! Gently used. Said gently used? Yes. And what was she selling to, like, to other women to wear or to, like... She was selling them! Freaky men. She, she, well, ah, that's a good point because somebody on that thread, because everyone was like, who the fuck is going to buy used panties or a used thong? Like, come on, dude, right? Uh-huh. And then this woman was just like, if you zoom in, you could see she didn't even wash them. And I was just like, I don't want to zoom in. I don't want to zoom in. But it's a special place. It is. This, I think depending on where you live, the Facebook marketplace can be a very special place. And that's all I wanted to say. It's pretty. It's pretty. Ugh. <sighs> Moving on. So, in the new year, you and I watch Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. So, if you haven't watched Cobra Kai by now, Cobra and you're into Kai Cobra Kai, uh, spoiler alert, but it's the 24th of January, like, it, it's, like, I think they released it on the 1st of January, so if you haven't caught up, are you really a fan? Not really. Okay, so, did you like this season? Yes, I did. What did you like about it? I feel like I'm talking to a kindergarten kid now. Like, you know, you got to, like, draw all the, the responses out of them. You ask me a question, I give you an answer. Okay, so, You yeah. didn't tell me, what, did you like it and why? This is a podcast, my friend. <laughs> so, I just answer questions directly, man. I feel like I'm in court. <laughs> anyway, yes, I did like it. Johnny Lawrence is my guy, and he never failed to, to keep me on his team. Okay, so here's the thing. I... You want me to ask a question? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're like, we expect for it to be corny, right? Like, because yes. a lot of it is really corny. A lot of people might tell, oh, come on, that's just corny. Corny dad jokes are corny OAs. Yeah, it's supposed to be like that. And I honestly, that's what makes it so good. You know, this dude is so, like, lost. And uncouth. So, you know, he's very uncouth. He has no tact. None. But he's not he's not an asshole or a dick on purpose. It's just he's uncouth, has no tech, and he's so tech unsavvy. Oh my is that a gosh, word? Yes. Can't tech savvy or tech unsavvy. He is it was like honestly, perfect <laughs> example. This is who he is. He was a twenty year old man, let's say. Who got frozen in 1986. Let's say he was 18 or whatever in 84. Frozen in 86. Got stuck there. With that real macho shit at that time. Got frozen there. Then 2017 came and they said, let's throw him out and see how he would survive here. He never got That's caught exactly up. That's exactly He never caught he up with technology. Cell phones. He didn't know how to work stuff. He didn't know how to get on. Dude brought a computer back to the... To the... To, the to a pawn shop, shop that he bought it from. Talking about, yo, you didn't even give me a new battery. His battery died. I can't even get online. No, he said it doesn't work. You said it was wireless. He didn't work. He says, did you charge your battery? He goes, you said it was wireless. He goes, the internet. Dude didn't even know how to get on the internet. But anyway, it's hilarious. I love it. It's action. It's a lot of corny parts as far as, honestly, it's the only flaw I, I have about it. The only thing I don't like. I guess it makes it good for the show. You gotta, you know, do the extra, extra. But I just feel like the fight scenes for these kids, especially a lot of these kids, are just new to the karate game. All of a sudden, these dudes are doing some real windmill shit in the air, some real Friday, Channel 5, 3 o'clock, Fist of Fury shit. You know <laughs> Deadly Venoms, and all, they doing some real martial arts shit. It's like it's OD. Like, these dudes are too good. Cut it out, man. You're fighting six but guys. It's, You're it's, a kid. it's freaking Cobra Kai. It's Karate Kid. So and that's what it's supposed and to be. I understand. I'm just saying that's the only thing. So where... it's it's super corny. I love that they brought back a lot of the old, like, the characters from the movies. Like, the actual people who played those characters. Not like they tried to replace them with other people. They're actually the actors from the movie they brought back. A lot and of them, you could tell, it's so like, wow. They yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, especially um, the the 
the woman that um, Danny fell out, fell in love with in Japan in Karate Kid Two. Yo. So like, okay, so it's a dope. This is a dope season. I like this it. Is, okay, you thought it was a dope season. I thought I didn't. I, I didn't like, like the way that it ended, a lot of history. and it also like it, it ended a, whack. It, it's it felt very like, predictable. No, it felt like the only thing I have a problem with, as far as the ending. If you talk about the ending, the problem I have with the ending is it felt like. Like, it had a couple more episodes to go. Like, like it should have went a couple more episodes. Yeah. It felt like it ended too abrupt. Like, wait a minute. Because it was the build-up for the tournament. All those, but you would think that at least at the final episode of finale would have been the tournament, right? No, because they're cliffhanging you to the for next, next season. Tournament. Of course. I mean, the next season. But this is this was the one thing that irritated uh, the shit out of sorry, me. Let me. No, sorry. You could hold on to that thought until I... forget. I, you know I got a short term. Right <laughs> well, Dory, you could figure it out. So, the one thing that I was just like, I really wanted to reach through the television and choke the hell out of, who's the guy that plays uh, Danielson, Ralph? Macho. Macho. When he was just like, he was like, Mr. Miyagi, he always say, says to me, or he would tell me, and then he would just like, say it in Mr. Miyagi's bad English or whatever, like Confucius say never walk into door or you know what I mean like I don't even know like I can't even remember but I was just like why did you have to repeat it in like like verbatim in his bad English like that it was just so unnecessary and disrespectful it was funny, man. and I think <laughs> I you if you're Japanese or whatever and you're watching this you're just like that was racist like that was just it was just so totally like I was just I was I was like really like this is the writers need to get smacked and he should have been like yo I can't say this like this is you know, whatever. But, I mean, like, you could tell that they didn't show his body too much or whatever because he's he's so out of shape. He's so out of shape. What did he say? Man who seek revenge must dig two graves. <laughs> That's what it was. Remember? That's what Man it who was. seek revenge must dig... Like, you oh, could have said... always told me, man who seek revenge must dig two graves. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up, LaRusso. I can't look, like wait, wait a second. You told wait. Oh, I have short term memory loss, and you remember that. I remember that. <laughs> That's some real deep shit. <laughs> no, but it was like, but you couldn't like paraphrase to say. Oh, he always used to say, you know, if a man, whatever, you know, he must dig. Then that man who like it's just, and he said, man who makes soup <laughs> must use broth. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. Man who want healthy plant must water. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up, LaRusso. Before Johnny, Johnny Lawrence beat your ass again. Oh, my God. Look okay, like so old, what was it that you wanted lesbian. to say? Do you remember? Now I was saying, the, the thing I hate about the show, not the hate about the show, but another thing a gripe I have about it, it's too short, man. Well, I mean. Like, it's so fast, like a half hour. That's it. Man, damn, you give me 10 episodes, first of all, only 10 episodes. And a half hour each? Yeah. Like three hours, and I'm, I can binge watch that in an afternoon. I don't even need a whole day. Now I need something to do for the rest of the day. You got me riled up. <laughs> nah, it was. I, gotta I watch mean, some real karate shit, like some Bruce Lee flicks. I mean, I think, you know, the purpose of the show, obviously, is to kind of like make you walk away with a feel good kind of, you know, because. The way that um, the kid fell, you know, in the last season and hit his back like that, like, and, you know, the first couple of episodes where they highlighted, you know, he was paralyzed. First of all, he was in a coma. Then I he was paralyzed. It. I just love the No, no, but, people. like, honestly, he, he wouldn't have recovered that fast. You know what I mean? Like. Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, Cobra that Kai. His unorthodox um, therapy training. Hey. As unorthodox as it seems. No, I know, but it, it made you... Effective. Because, of course, you wanted to see him. Him win. Yeah. But, but and then my best part is when him and his... I just knew... I had a funny feeling. I said, yo, her seeing how this dude is like a dad, like really... And this, and her son loves this dude. And he's really been there for him, supportive. I knew that was going to draw his attention. I said, oh, yes. Oh, her... her his, when he smashed, his, I said, his mom. yes, Johnny. Yeah, well... <laughs> no, but then just I was just like, couple. I was just like, when when like she just like came in and they just started kissing and then it hits the wall and the TV fell off the wall. I was just like, it's gonna do with it wasn't and it ain't like oh wow, Barry, them dude were getting busy. No, no, Johnny, this dude put it up poorly. Let me He's tell you something. Okay, if if that had been you and I and we was like getting fell. crazy or whatever, you TV know, so, let's say Johnny Lawrence because he's your idol comes and fucking puts up a damn TV or whatever, and you and I get frisky and it falls off the wall. You gonna continue? To go smash, 
Or are you going to be like, God damn it, fuck, oh, my, my Samsung. <laughs> like, yeah, you know I'm going to pick the TV up. You're going to be upset. And you know what? And you know, yeah, it would be total fucking. Well, him, it's his first time. I don't know. Your first time, you really all hot oh, and Oh, because I'm here? He been trying to score that for a while. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. He been trying to score that for a while. I'm not, Damn. I'm not, three, this is the third season. He finally said, you know what? This is it. I'm smashing your bombs, Miguel. Oh, my God. Miguel, that was his name, yeah. All right, so um, I think we mentioned this on, on one of our episodes before, how you were really trying to get me to watch Dexter. Oh, Dexter, the best show. And so, I got through the entire eight seasons of Dexter. She did. Twelve episodes each. She did. And I watched them. And she enjoyed it. And she enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I got a little bit kind of like I started getting disappointed in him and all that, whatever. But I got through it. I got through Dexter. And the agreement was, what was the agreement? You said, if I like it, I'll get through it. Thanks, babe. (laughs) No, I said. What? Because I've been trying to get you to watch Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, so we saw one yesterday. Or two. No, you no, we didn't see a full one because you I fell asleep. I saw one whole one. You fell asleep. You fell asleep, guys. It was late in the day. Also, I, I need for you guys to... I need to go to sleep. Okay, I need for you guys to convince him. And it is a great... Like, by the end of the first episode, you're going to freaking like be like, oh, shit. Because that's how I was, too. It was like... You know, it's character building or whatever. Think about the first episode of Dexter. It was like oh, weird. I loved it. Oh my god, no. I couldn't stand Deb. I had it. Oh, I was hooked. But anyway, you're gonna watch this. You're not going to. I don't you, choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, so, I'll watch. I'm mine. So I need for everybody to convince them that Game of Thrones is actually. A I already said I'm gonna watch it. So no, it's, it's, no, no but you're like sitting over here. Oh, I'm gonna watch it. I have no choice. No, but I'm like sitting over there, like poking you, like, hey, you watching this? Watch this. I don't do the show. It's just there at the end of the day, babe. I'm a hardworking man. Okay. So now, <laughs> after we've gotten all of this out, uh, I wanted to tell you, and I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are already aware of this. I asked Pete if he knew about this right before we came on. And he said, huh? No. Wait. Never say her name? It. Never. I'm like, have you been hiding under a rock? Never heard of us. So, <laughs> I'm sure you all have heard of the controversy surrounding Alec Baldwin's, Baldwin's wife, Eladia Baldwin. Now, Pete didn't even, he was like, never heard of her. I don't even know who she is. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, so, but did you hear about what was going on with her and all of this controversy right before the new year. So, I am going to um, kind of try to paraphrase some what happens with her, okay? So, the topic of the the topic, the title of this article is The Hilaria Baldwin Accent Controversy Explained. Now, Ilaria what what ethnicity do you think she is? H i l a r i a. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, South American. Okay, so Hispanic, Latin, right? Uh, South America, I said. Okay, I didn't. Anyway, okay. So Hilaria Baldwin found herself in the middle of a somewhat bizarre controversy in the final days of December 2020. As a Twitter user once noted, each day on Twitter, there is one main character. The goal is to never be it. The yoga instructor and wife of actor Alec Baldwin knows this firsthand. However, the reason Hilaria went viral had nothing to do with her fitness posts or whatever. Anyway, instead, the public began to dig into Hilaria's background and supposed Spanish heritage after a Twitter thread suggested she'd been faking an accent for decades. Here's how one woman's accent became a major news story. It started with a receipt-filled Twitter thread. On December 21st, a Twitter user, at Lenny Briscoe, tweeted out the thread that started it all. And I quote, You all have to admire Hilaria Baldwin's commitment to her decade-long grift where she impersonates a Spanish person. So, I'm leaving it like that for a second, right? This woman has, like, five freaking children, right? The kids' names are Carmen, Gabriela, Rafael, 
Tomas, Leonardo Angel David, Romeo Alejandro, Eduardo Pau Lucas, right? And she's white. <laughs> like, okay. So they begin to dig and dig and dig and dig and come to find out she was born in freaking Boston, Massachusetts. Her name is Hillary. Hilario. No, her name is Hillary. Hilaria is Hillary. <laughs> yes, Hillary. So she changed much. That's not Thomas. No, but What's so. What's her last name, though? Before. Thomas, not we... Thomas. Thomas. Okay. She just said with accent. No, so but so then they wrong? started like unearthing all of these. Like she was on a podcast where she was like, "Oh, you know, because I was raised in Mallorca," and then she's like, she's like on a cooking show, and she's like, you know, pointing to all of the things, and then she picks up a cucumber and she goes, "Um, how you say in English? Fuck out of here!" <laughs> so I'm just like, hey, so you she's give like, props though. No, I don't have decades. To give her props. She's doing this <laughs> decades, and nobody. She her. even had Alec fooled. Okay, her husband. <laughs> this dude slept with her, lived with her. <laughs> you gotta give her props. No, kind of like that that white chick that that was black for years. Uh Rachel Dolezal. Come on. <laughs> At least she did something for the culture, though. <laughs> so does she. How? She, she got to marry a white man. She did it for the Spanish. She woman. was white. Nobody knew, though. She is white. But nobody knew. And her parents, when, like, she's like of Welsh and English descent. So this is the thing. Of course, because you're not mad at her. Why? Okay, okay let me explain Who to you. Who What did she do? Let me explain she to you. She nobody. Let me. Oh. She's living her best life oh, you as, a Latin, like, as a Latin woman. You s- you can't be, you can't be this, mad. This is, I, I'd rather see a white woman portray herself and, and try to live a better life, portray herself as a Latin woman her whole life. Not hurting the harming the Latin people, then see what? a black woman portraying uh, trying to be a white woman the whole time. Why? Why? Why don't you just No, just be your fucking self. I don't understand. No, Pete, you know what I'm Oh. Maybe she identified as a Latina. Okay, wait, no, she didn't. So listen. How you know? She did no she didn't. Well, she did no, for decades. Well, yeah, of she, did, she did, but not justifiably. You were her husband she, married her she thinking she was a Latin woman. She said that she came to the United States when she was nineteen years old to attend NYU. Like the fact that she went to my alma mater is like are you freaking kidding me? And like, did you take acting there or something? Because like what were you pursuing? So this is the thing. And and they like unearthed all of these stuff, all of these like posts that she had, because you know she's a yoga instructor or whatever, right? In 2012, she had like on like a little crop top that said España on it, and it's and her caption was, "In case there was any question about mi cultura upbringing, your upbringing, you were raised by white parents in fucking Boston, Massachusetts. Like that's like me saying like." Oh, I'm gonna go to freaking Thailand on vacation and then come back and be like, I'm Thailandese or whatever the fuck or whatever, like, or going to China and be like, oh, I'm I'm part Chinese and then start speaking Chinese. Like she's she so she's just like, oh, you know, I was raised around different cultures. We lived in New York in New York City. So what? Now I'm gonna say I'm Arabic because I know how to say some things or whatever when I go to the Arabic uh to the bodega. I've been other. I've been numerous uh, nationalities. I've switched up sometimes. Sometimes people ask me. I just went along with it. I didn't say. I okay, that's it. different. <laughs> that's very different. Because when you are racially ambiguous or whatever, like people, you'd be like, "Yo, you Israeli or whatever." In a in a um, in a in a Israeli butcher shop, I'm like, I'm whatever you need for me to be, so I could get half price on that freaking meat. Not to portray a whole freaking culture. For decades, to fool your husband, to name your children, like, Spanish names. And so, just like you, you had other white women defending her, saying, well, didn't Madonna have, like, an English accent? I'm like, but she's white, and she's portraying an, another white accent, so who gives a fuck, you know what I mean? This is the problem that I have. They said what? imitation is the highest form of It doesn't fire. matter. She took up space. In a world where another person who was Latina could have taken up that space. Married Alec Baldwin. No! She freaking was on the cover of magazines. She was, like, representative 
of like Latin you know cultures. like Latin you know Ooh, woman of, of of the year or whatever. Yeah, I don't like that though. To that I don't agree because of that. And then they say, then they say, then they say, oh well, um, you know, Spain is a European country, and there are white people in Spain. And I'm just like, if you know your fucking history, Europe, uh, Spain was conquered by like Ethiopia and the uh, not Ethiopia, the Moroccans, and they came. And Moroccans are African, like, and there's like a huge Muslim, you know, and African influence. Even, like, in the churches, you see, like, all the gold that, that's there is because of the African influence there. When you go, like, when people think of white people, they don't think of Spain. They don't think of even, like, you know, like, Mediterranean cultures. Like, Italians are barely white. And I understand that white is, like, an American thing or whatever, though, but, like... When people think of Spain over here in the United States, you're not thinking of, oh, well, you know, they're white. No, <laughs> nobody thinks that. So you were sitting and like, I'm looking at pictures of her with her family and like, you could tell she's like hitting that tanning booth hard. So <laughs> I, okay. And so her parents currently live in Spain, but they retired when she was 27. And there are multiple, multiple, like, I think that it was like a couple of months ago, they were saying that there was, um, she did a podcast or whatever. And so she was like, well, you know, I was raised in, I don't know if she said like Mallorca or if she said like somewhere else in Spain, like, oh, cause you know, I was raised like in a, in a city in Spain or whatever. And she was raised. So she's from Spain, allegedly. Yes, but she was not. And that oh, she, she only came here when she was 19 years old. So, you know, this cucumber, how you say cucumber, how you say this in English? He's nuts. <laughs> so, you agree with everybody else that, um, like, oh, you know, she's living her best life. Well, well she's taking the spot. She's going to magazines, like, representing for Latin culture. I don't agree with that. But if she's just Latin and just got this doofus thinking just for her, then who cares? Yeah, but she's, she's like, she's being lauded and highlighted I don't like the as a Latin woman. I don't like the lauding Latin woman thing. <laughs> so, what? Are you... Oh, and you know what's crazy, though? Not crazy, but, you know, it's believable that, of course... Her family, like her husband's family, everybody's defending her like, oh, this is not a big deal. To me, it's a very big deal. It's a very freaking big deal. And, you know, and then to play victim, like, it's like you can't have it both ways. And I've been in spaces where a white woman will do something wrong to you, right? Or to me personally. And then you get a reaction out of me. And... You perceive that reaction from me as aggressive, but won't want to take accountability for the fact that what you did towards me was what caused that reaction from me. And then you play the victim and everybody's like, oh my God, you know, Mina's this fucking crazy person or whatever. She's aggressive and this and that. Or, you know, and and that's pretty much how... Black and brown women are perceived. And it's like, you know, we're just going to freaking excuse her like, oh, it's no big deal or whatever. She was appreciating the culture. No, she was appropriating the culture. And that is not okay. Like, no, I don't give a shit if you're living your, your best life as a black or brown woman. Rachel Dolezal and Hilaria Baldwin. Hillary Baldwin. <laughs> like, no. And Hilaria. as a matter of fact, change your fucking name back to Hillary. Hillary. Hilaria. I mean, because Hillary is like the whitest name on the planet. Like, whitest. there's no other. Who do you know? And also, Hilaria. Who's, who names their kid? Uh, anyway. Who names their kid Hilaria? I, That's so, hilarious. I, I, I got really riled up over that. I know that might be old news to some people, but I felt like we needed to cover it. Yeah, I didn't hear about this lady. Hilario. <laughs> Hilaria. Hilaria. Hillary. 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 Damn it. So anyway, um, we are really, really backed up with a bunch of letters. But I chose this one because it actually, when I got it, I said to myself, you know, when I got towards the end of the letter, I realized that this person is from the UK. 
And I was like, I'm going to try to read this, this letter in an English accent. But now I'm not going to do that because this biatch was out here doing this for decades. And, you know, I mean, let her be the champion of that shit. <laughs> there were some times, I'm not going to lie, Pete. Mm-hmm. I'll go into the store and I'll I'll just, I'll like with one of the kids or something like that. Because I know you, you do not feed into my bullshit. But I'll go into like stores and I'll just say, okay, today I'm just going to speak in an English accent. And I'll just start... Speak and like Zani just walks away from me. She's just like, I can't, I can't with you, whatever. And I'm like, Zane. <laughs> but anyway, so it says, Cheers, Pete and Mina. Gonna keep this short and try and give as much info- information as possible for you guys to give me some choice advice. I'm 33, boyfriend is 36, and we've been in a serious relationship for almost a year. It's been a bit of a whirlwind because we moved in together after being together for two months back in February. Recently, I was DM'd by my boyfriend's ex who was in a relationship with him for three years. She told me that after they split, she found out that he had cheated on her for the better part of their relationship, was emotionally, ver- was emotionally verbally, and physically abusive, and other bits and bobs about their time together, and that I should watch out because he's the bloody devil in disguise. Watch out because he's the bloody devil in disguise was in quotes. Since her rather ominous message, I feel absolutely gutted, and I can't help but be leery of my boyfriend. He's never given me reason to believe that he was cheating on me, but now it's all I can think about. I don't know how to get on with this. I haven't responded to his ex. But she reached out to me two days after the original DM to say that she hoped that all was well with me and hoped she didn't bollocks everything up. Should I have a chat with my boyfriend about this or put a lid on that bitch? I'm positively in shambles over this whole ordeal and I'm relying on you both to be brutally honest with me. Much love from the UK. And since I read it, you have to give your first opinion. No, no, no. I want you to get, I want to see what you got to say. First. No, that's not how this works. Oh, baby, you forgot how year. this works. It's a new year, babe. I already have a whole. You know what do you? What are the questions that you have, my friend? No, I want to hear what you got to say about this. No, why? So that you could base your opinion no, 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 off no, no, of mine. No. I want to what you say. No, why you say that? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, babe. I read, you respond. No, 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 no. Read it again, then. Oh my God! No, I'm not reading it. Again. I always gotta have it twice because I gotta get through listening twice. I have to read. All right. It. So the the gist of it is that this the woman gist. moved in with her boyfriend after two months. Got an email from her ex. His ex. His ex. Yeah. She says, "Dude cheated on her. Cheated on her for the better t- part of their relationship. They were in a relationship for three years. Cheated on his ex. Man, cheated on her for most of the. Was three emotionally, years. physically, and verbally abusive. I think." Emotionally, verbally, and physically abusive, and other stuff. And watch out because he's the bloody devil in disguise. But she's like, I haven't seen any signs of him cheating. I'm guessing that he hasn't been, you know, emotionally or verbally abusive towards her because she doesn't allude to that at all. But she says it's all that she can think about. So should she confront her boyfriend over it or should she just leave it alone? Oh, yeah, yeah, this is so stupid. Why is it so stupid? Oh, my God. Here we go. I'm so sorry from the UK. Now, <laughs> first of all, I don't know why his ex is hitting you anyway. That's just so stupid. Secondly, you thinking about it all the time is so stupid. Confront him, confront him before. You can't confront him about anything. I didn't say confront. Okay, that was my confront. word. Now, that was my on, words hold confronting. On, hold, on. hold on, I'm just talking, please. No, no, but don't, because because if you were listening... You should I have a chat with my boyfriend about this? That's not a confrontation. That's just now, a she chat. should tell her boyfriend that his ex contacted her. She shouldn't keep that a secret. You should know, you know your ex contacted me and said this and this and that. That's it. But you don't come, don't come at him like as if, like, oh, I heard this and that. Oh, you like that or that's not or this? Bring it up. That was it. Other than that, that's it. It's over. That's it. You said you haven't had no issues or no signs of him being any of these weird things that she's talking about. This is no trigger. This man, he left. <laughs> and is he cheated on you for the better part of your relationship and you was with him for three years and you're the idiot. Because he cheated on you for over two years, obviously, and you still stood with him. Okay. 
I could come at this from both angles, right? I could be like, hey, so from my own personal experience, I've had an ex reach out to me. And initially when it happened, the first thing, of course, that I thought of was, what the fuck is this woman's intentions? Like, you know... I, you know, it was just like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, if, if you have an issue with him and those were your issues, it's over. And I'm living in, you know, I'm living in this space. But then at the same time, like, what if, right, the ex gets in contact with you and tells you that this person was like a fucking murderer or something like that and recently got out of prison and then you do your research and you find out that two got out of prison for murdering somebody you know what i mean like so it's like you know catch 22 but the thing is is that i i would tell i think if it was me i would tell my boyfriend hey your ex reached out to me this is what she said and I would ignore her like the, and block her because there's, there's nothing. The biggest mistake that I think that I made in my situation was that I did actually respond to her. And, and when I, I mean, in my defense, I was in my 20s when this person reached out to me. So I was just like, and when I, when I responded, I did not want to be confrontational because I didn't want to be the reason for any more drama. So it was just like, hey, you know, thanks for letting me know. I also need to question your intent in all of this or whatever, but, you know, live your life, be well. And then to which I got a fucking psychotic response back, and then I was just like, that was a mistake. And then I just blocked her ass, <laughs> like, on all social media platforms, and was just like, I don't need this. Like, I don't need this bullshit in my life. I don't need, like, like to be any subject of anything. Like, for you to find me and contact me is a bit much. Like, that seems crazy. I think, you know, this is not, like, a situation from what we are reading that she's saying that, you know, dude is telling her that, oh, you, you know, that bitch is crazy. Like, it doesn't mention that he even mentioned anything about his ex. So just taking that at face value, you know, usually I would say, oh, well, you know, you're only getting his perspective. But, like, to reach out to someone to tell them something, like... I don't, I'd like, are you carrying? Like, is, is that what you're doing? Like, like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand that. Like, if you've moved on, why are you contacting the next chick? Like, that has... Business, you don't know how, leave her alone. Unless you, you still have feelings. Like, that's what I'm talking about as far as intent. So, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna talk to your boyfriend, it's not a confrontation. It should just be like, hey, this is what she said. But, you know, like, it's like, you know, they just want to, like, poison shit you know what I mean this is like because this, the seed is now planted so now she's gonna probably be looking for things and when you start looking for things you're gonna find it right so it's just like you know like oh he like you know I don't know he flicked my hair back and scratched my neck am I being abused <laughs> I don't know like it's like if you feel like your relationship is strong and were it not for this email you would have been good then Ignore that shit. Like, that's how I feel. That's how I would approach it. You? I told you. Um... No, but, like, what if it was, like, okay, it's a dude that's contacting you and just saying, like, you know, she's a thought. For those of you who don't know what a thought is, that is a, that hoe over there. Um, like, she's, she's, you know, she's fast or whatever. Like, you know, she's a hoe and this and that and blah, blah, blah. You know, watch out, brother. You know what I mean? Like... How would you take it? First of all, I'm like, dude, how the fuck you get my number? And leave me the fuck alone, man. Well, not number. It was social media. So yeah, how the fuck you find me? Why you hitting me? And leave me the fuck alone. Get over it, dude. So you wouldn't look at it as like, mm, maybe I should. No, I never look at it like that. Because what, what benefit do you have of hitting me, dude? Why are you hitting me? Exactly. So it's intent. So like your whole thing is like, okay, it's totally intent. 
Yeah, maybe she did do those things to you. Whatever it is, whatever you you think. I don't care to hear that shit. To me, that's just like a disgruntled employee. <laughs> you just a bitter bitch. <laughs> Somebody's bitter, and you're the bitter one. He's a dis- like a disgruntled former employee, like leaving bad reviews about the company. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's it. Other than that, no. So, do you put a lid on that bitch? No. Right? No, she's, no, she should definitely tell him, yo, your ex hit me. Just like if, like if it was a situation reverse, I would definitely tell her, you know, your ex hit me. Because I'm with you. Why am I hiding shit? That's right. the case. Like another thing, with me personally, if she doesn't tell me, and I find out later on, it's like, what type of hidden agenda you had in your on your mind? Really? Because I would see it. Why like, wouldn't you if, tell me? But if I you would tell were, you. But because if it would bring, because it, it's, it has the potential to bring drama. So right, if you're right. the kind of person who is just like, see this, like, this bitch crazy and hit delete and not even think about it ever again, then, and then you find out and then like you ask me and I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because I didn't take it as a big deal. You would still be mad at me? No, you say, oh, I got that. I just deleted it. Boom. Uh, that's different. But if you just got it. Messages, you never delete it, you're not just holding shit there. Well, how would you know that I'm holding it there? I'm just saying, let's say how I know, because let's say, for instance, we're talking one day, and, and like you're one of them chicks that you didn't delete it, you didn't contact her, but now you're skeptical. So you're asking me a bunch of dumb questions okay. all the time, and then okay. I kind of find out, That's different. Well, she did text me a couple months ago, I didn't want to say nothing, because I didn't say, I thought she was just crazy, but then I started thinking, you just kept, all of a sudden, you started coming from work late. Yeah, it was a job, it was a person a job. All those dumb shit, I'm like, so what? So you had something on your mind, like you just felt I was guilty the whole time. Then should have addressed it in the beginning. And we'll okay, be good. so then that's different, of course. That's different than versus like I say someone tell me, "Yo, that's good." I heard, "Oh yeah, she hit me a while back." I was like, "Yeah, it's fuck, that's crazy." Bitch, I deleted it. Forgot to tell you because it was nothing. Then to me, I would be like, "Oh, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, yeah." You want to talk about it? I'll ask too. You want to? What did she tell me? What she said? And then, then I'll tell you, I'm possibly tell you the truth, or maybe I won't. <laughs> well, that's nice. <laughs> Good to know. Um, no, but, I mean, I feel like this is a no-brainer. Even though they've only been together, I mean, I can't remember when we when I got this email. Let me just look it up. But you said confront when you did your recap. So that's why I said you can't confront them, because, first of all, how could you confront what? What did he do wrong? And you yourself said, yo, I, I don't see no signs of being like this, because... Maybe this woman is semi-right. Maybe he was somewhat like that with her or whatever. Maybe things happen, but maybe she was at fault. Maybe this one is like, yo. You can't be at fault for physical abuse. Like, That's about physical or abuse. emotional That's abuse. That's or verbal abuse. But like, No, but she, it could be, she could be at fault for emotional abuse. Not saying that she's at fault for being emotionally abused, but she could be the one that starting shit and thinking she's getting emotionally abused. But the whole time, no, you're the one who's doing dumb shit now all of a sudden because I'm, I am um, calling you on your shit or addressing it. Now you say I'm emotionally abusive because I tell you about yourself. Some people flip shit. No, you tell us I'm what? So now I address the issues I don't like that you're blatantly doing. I'm emotionally abusive now because I tell you about yourself. Well, so then that's gaslighting, right? So, like, you know, you can't... uh, There's a fine line. So with that, like, if you're telling me all of these things, like, do you expect me to hit you back to be like... So, how was he emotionally, physically, verbally abusive, and some, how did he cheat on you? Some would. No, some would. you're right. You're right. So, but then, like, then you know what that tells me? You're not, like, you love drama. You're not that serious about keeping your relationship. Like, if there's nothing that you should be worried about, if he's given you no reason to be worried about something, then, you know, I, I don't find any anything wrong with maybe just putting that, like, in a file cabinet way in the back of your mind that if dude becomes like seriously emotionally verbally or physically abusive that you're seeing the tip of the iceberg and get the fuck out like you're the seed is always going to be planted you just have to water of course it the seed is planted. and the and way that you if, water it is if dude waters it let's see now you don't water it like you said you just hold a seed yes you hold a seed but but, if, but he has the opportunity future, to water it you start seeing things then again, you might, if you're holding a seed for law, you might not even, it might not be nothing. You're seeing things that don't exist. You might create something. Right. But, situation happened with us, remember? So, what did you do? I remember, you told me that she, yo, you know your... No, that's what I'm saying. I, babe, I, I just already went through the I, that's what I'm saying. So I didn't want to, like... How did I respond? 
You responded. You were just like, like yeah, uh, bitch is just miserable. Like, she, <laughs> she just wants me back. Anything to ruin what I do it now, so I could come back. She yeah, and so I asked her. I said, "Do you mind if I respond?" What we was like, I "Yeah, said, okay, do, what you do? do what you do, what you want." And then once, once you know, I responded, and then she responded in a crazy way, and then I was just like, "Okay," and I like deleted her and blocked her, like, because I was not going to go into no back and forth you, with her. She gets nuts. You do what you want. I wouldn't waste my time over you. And Man. then she hit you, and she was just like, oh, she scared of me. Time. And you were like, no, she fucking blocked your ass. <laughs> and she was like, oh, dumbass. Like, you know, like, if you're an adult and you want to have these conversations, like, I, anyway. <sighs> I don't, I don't, I ignore that shit, man. I just leave that shit alone. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. I got nothing. I ain't got time for all the extra shit, man. Fuck all this extra shit. Most of the time when people hit nexus is because they're miserable. Right? Cause I, I don't care what it is. What's the purpose of anybody's ex, period, for, for positive or There's no positive or negative reason. There's no reason to hit the next period. I mean, we've, we've touched on this a whole bunch of times so, already, too. Like, I, like, even if there's, like, kids involved and you want for your kids to be... Like, for me, my litmus test, or not litmus test, but my, like, you know, my, you know, intel really is just, hey, are you happy? Is this person nice to you? Yeah, great. That's all I need to know. You know what I mean? Like, because you want your kids happy whether they're with you or they're not with you. Anything else is like, you know, I, I don't give a, I don't give a shit to know about the person's name, profession, none of that. I don't I don't care. I just care that they treat my kids well. But in this case, it doesn't even sound like they have kids. So there's no reason for this person to even freaking reach out to them. The the chick is freaking miserable as hell. She's trying to make you as miserable as her. And like, you really have to qu- question the intentions and motives. That's all I'm saying. Like, use your discretion. You don't need for us to tell you, though, but that's our advice, because you wrote to us. Right? That's right, babe. <laughs> you tell them, babe. So, anyway, I feel like that was a great, you know, first episode back. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Episode. Did you miss us? Did you miss me? <laughs> Did you miss our bullshit? We're back. We're going to be back regularly. We're going to keep it going. You know, we're gonna try to make time. We've been, you know, this COVID shit and all this. And I finally went back to work after five months out of work oh my by God. choice. And then, and then he became what? What? A shop steward, and yeah, you were and just, got, I'm uh, like, oh my yeah, god! Shop steward position. These poor people. Uh, <laughs> they were run away from you when they saw you coming up on the floor. It's like. Shit, is my union card up to date? No, everybody was cool. Was yeah, cool yeah. Everybody loved you me. made sure everybody's union cards were up to date, cool, though. my job. It's like, hey, hey, union. hey. Yo, we pro-union. Joe. Pro-Joe. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've been back, so... Knock on wood, everything's been good, you know. My family's still going to school from home, and my wife working from home, and I go to work. But I go to work, and I come back, handle my business. My partner, he's safe, so his family works from home, me and him. The only ones that really work together and come in contact, and we both don't deal with really nobody outside of us, our group. Yeah, so, I mean, so it's, it's been, been a good it's been, run. Yeah, but it's been a little rough, you know, like, I think, you know, not just us, just for everybody, you know, especially if you're just, it's been hard not seeing your friends or your family and everything, though, but, you know. And sometimes, if it's some, you know, some th- re- in some ways, some friends you really didn't want to see that much of anyway, so this helped uh, like, <laughs> Oh, there was something sorry, like guys. Zoom had like reduced the um, uh, the maximum amount of time that you could be on a, a video around the holidays. I'm like, this could actually be a good thing for some people, especially if you like you cannot stand your family and you only have like a half an hour to speak to your but family. How about like, on a Zoom call with 20? Let's say, for instance, let's just say um, not too crazy number, 15, 12 to 15 members of your family, and you got several family members in there together that don't even fuck with each other. So people jumping around, hey, such a such, hey, such a such, hey, such a, just bypassing certain people. Oh, hey, guys. I think we were on moments. a call like that I was on one, like, yeah, I was on one, several of them before, but you I'm were like, saying, <laughs> I'm just saying myself, look at this person, they're really acting like. And it's so weird, too, because it's just your me. face. It's like your face and your shoulders, you know what I mean? And it's just like, so when you're talking to someone in real life, it's you're not like that up close and personal, so it's just so fucking weird, man, like. 
oh, I can't, you know, like in a lot of ways, I can't wait for it to be over, but I still do want the option to, you know, kind of do a hybrid thing. I like social distancing too. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I really I like hate it. Having people on me, man. But you know, and, and supermarkets have kids. gotten like super, super efficient. Like I oh, like man. we never have to wait online, like really. And it's just like bing bang bow. And all this delivery shit. You even call Drizzly, they deliver liquor to your oh door gosh, in twenty yes. minutes. Oh my god, what's better than that? I have We a got problem. that Bartesian that makes drinks. Got an ice machine right next to it. I got the igloo boy from, you know, I get the best from my wife. <laughs> makes little bullet ice cubes. Small ones that are fit in the water bottle and nice. Yes, because size since nobody knows how to fucking fill up the ice trays. Don't worry about it. I don't need to fill up ice trays. Solved. Boom. Ice. <laughs> Drink machine right there. Boom. But Everything. yeah, everybody, Drizzly, you know. Uber Eats, Instacart. You put in an order for for your supermarket. Bam. Deliver right to your phone. Yeah, course. and yet you, and ask for two pounds, you ask for two pounds of bananas and they give you two damn bananas. There's probably some big heavy bananas. <laughs> no, they're not that heavy. They, they just don't follow directions. Don't anyway. You just can't stand them to get fruits and vegetables. But everything else, non-perishables for the most part, they're all right. All right, guys. Hang in there. Hang in there with us. We're, we're not going to abandon you again. I promise. Hopefully there are better days ahead and everything. But, uh, you know, we wanted to say before you turn that blender on. Put a lid on that bitch. Bye-bye. Deuces. Peace.